Welcome to Last Generation Magazine podcast, offering Bible truth in a turbulent world. We believe that Christians should be informed and confident about what the Bible says on current issues. And now you are listening to issue number 30.2, Back to Basics. The following article is entitled, Is it possible to keep God's law? He was strong and athletic, very muscular in build. The scientists gave him one simple command, lift the drinking glass off the table. With confidence, he attempted the almost insulting request. Nothing happened. Puzzled, he hunched his shoulders and tried again. Still nothing. Grasping the glass in both hands, with biceps bulging and sweat pouring from his body, he bent himself to the task. Yet, even his most strenuous exertions could not lift a glass light enough for a child to remove. Why? Prior to this, as part of a carefully controlled experiment, scientists had placed him under a light hypnotic trance and then told this strong man that it was impossible to pick up the glass. Because his unconscious mind was convinced he could not do it, he was unable to carry out this simple command. What a dramatic demonstration of the fact that no person can carry out commands which he believes are impossible to perform. Is this the reason why so many Christians are living weak, defeated lives? Deceived Christians It is probably safe to say that the majority of Christians today are resigned to falling short of the moral law. In fact, they are quite satisfied that God does not even expect them to fulfill the law completely, either in the flesh or in the spirit. The effect of such a teaching is exactly what one would expect multitudes of emotionally happy but disobedient church members who feel that any concern about keeping the commandments is nitpicking and legalistic. Much of this problem is based upon human failure and weakness of the flesh. Because we find ourselves stumbling in our efforts to be perfect, we finally conclude that it is impossible not to sin. From that point, it is easy to start interpreting Bible texts to support our weak experience. Satan exploits our psychological bent to rationalize, and soon we have developed a comfortable doctrine that has accommodated our occasional deviations from the law. Consequently, most Christians today are resigned to an alternating experience of victory and defeat. To them, it is the approved lifestyle of normal Christianity. But something is fearfully wrong with this position. In the first place, Doctrine should never be based on feeling or human experience. It must be rooted in the plain, unequivocal teaching of the Word of God. It is true that Bible texts can be assembled which seem to support the doctrine of spiritual imperfection. We are assured that all have sinned, that the carnal mind is enmity against God, and that man's righteousness is as filthy rags. Isaiah 64, 6 but all the verses about failure, sin, and defeat are in reference to the unregenerate person. There are scores of other texts which describe an opposite experience of total victory and sinless living. In every case, they are referring 
to the spirit-filled life of a converted, committed child of God. Total Victory Promised The inspired writers of the Bible were moved to use almost fanatical language in describing the possibilities for overcoming sin. Superlative expressions are utilized which actually boggle the mind. Instead of saying we may be saved, the Bible says we can be saved to the uttermost. Hebrews 7:25. Instead of saying we may conquer, it assures that we can be more than conquerors. Romans 8:37. Instead of being told that we can just triumph, we are told that we may always triumph. 2 Corinthians 2.14 Instead of promising whatever we might ask to help us in our spiritual battles, the Bible says He will give us exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Ephesians 3.20 And the verse just prior to that one clearly guarantees that we may be filled with all the fullness of God. Verse 19 Surely these promises are intended to impress us with the magnitude of God's resources on our behalf. If the language sounds exaggerated, it is only because we are too feeble in faith and too weak in the flesh to believe such purity and sanctification could ever be fulfilled in us. We tend to trust our feelings quicker than the Word of God. Every child of Adam needs two things desperately forgiveness for the past and power for the future. Redemption includes both of them. The idea that full deliverance from the guilt of sin is included, but only partial deliverance from the power of sin is a perversion of the gospel. Jesus did not come to save us from the consequences of sin only, but from the sin itself. For God to forgive us and leave us under the power of continued sin would make God an accomplice of sin. He not only counts us righteous through the imputation of his atoning death, but he makes us righteous through the impartation of his victorious life. After thoughtfully reading all of Romans chapter 6, if you need more assurance that victory can be yours, then listen to the following. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 1557. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. 1 John 5 4. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Philippians 2 5. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not, whosoever sinneth hath not seen him, neither known him. 1 John 3, 6 For those who overcome The book of Revelation identifies the crowning characteristic of the redeemed as obedience. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. Revelation 14, 12 And the dragon was wroth with the woman, and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Revelation 12, 17. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life 
and may enter in through the gates into the city. Revelation 22:14. How significant it is that man left the gates of Eden in a disobedient condition, but will enter the gates of the heavenly city in an obedient condition. Anyone who believes obedience is unimportant should read again the dramatic story of Adam and Eve. A tiny physical act of sin led to all the stark tragedy of the past 6,000 years. Those who are restored to that lost paradise will have demonstrated that they can be trusted with eternal life. Their steadfast loyalty will be an eternal guarantee of the security of God's restored dominion. What can we say to those who believe that it is impossible or unnecessary to live obedient, victorious lives? They are subjects of grave deception and are playing into Satan's deadly sin trap. The most glorious experience of the truly converted is to break the pattern of self-indulgence and sin. Under the rule of the Spirit of God, fleshly habits may be conquered and expelled from the life. Through faith in God's promises, unbelievable power may be released into the life of one who is willing to give up the enjoyment of sin. The heart of God longs for us to take him at his word and to claim the power he has promised. It is the only road to real victory. Anyone who does not believe victory is possible cannot experience victory. Read again the powerful promises of the Bible. Take them exactly as they read. Deliverance is yours for the believing and the asking. Thank you for listening to this Last Generation Magazine article. For more of our timely and biblical resources, including our print and digital editions, please visit our website at lastgen.net. That's L-A-S-T-G-E-N dot net. Join us again next week to hear another article from Back to Basics.